Welcome to the Contractor's Best Friend Podcast. I'm your host today, Brad Humphrey, and we are sponsored again by Caterpillar and 4constructionpros.com. We certainly appreciate their support. In the studios today with me is Jason Hurtis, Cat Quarry and Aggregates Expert, and Morgan Grigsby, Cat Safety Expert. Folks, the topic today is benefits to the aftermarket safety solutions. What are some of those solutions as those aftermarket safety items? And Morgan, that's why you're here. We're really glad that you're a part of this. You know, in the last podcast, one of the podcasts we did with you, we talked about in general, just some of the aftermarket things that, that are really helping um, uh, contractors. And, and while we don't need to go down through a list of that, give us just a couple of real quick recaps on what that was like. Yeah, absolutely. So we have a couple different types of upgrades that can be added to current fleets for the the purpose of increasing the safety of the machines without having to actually upgrade that machine. So taking a lot of that newer technology and retrofitting it onto customers' existing equipment, making people safer, helping keeping them safe in the cab with seatbelt reminders, vision systems around the machine to help them see what's going on and also who's back there with some of those personnel detection systems one of the things i want to get into because of the topic today is and i and i learned a new term with you today brand agnostics um break that down for us what does that really mean and what's the benefit to the contractor absolutely so the benefit of something being brand agnostic effectively means a lot of times what you see from caterpillar is something that fits on a cat machine with it being brand agnostic it can fit on cat equipment but it can also fit on mixed fleets as well some of the benefits with that is we see that operators then when they move from machine to machine, even if it's a different brand of machine, they can have the same user experience in the, in that piece of equipment, and they know what to expect while they're operating, so there's fewer surprises. That brings up another topic then. When you, when you install, let's talk about that. What are some of the, the steps? I mean, I'm guessing somebody's got to put the stuff on. <laughs> Someone's got to maintain it. What is that? What is what? What's your recommendations on some of those efforts? So for the actual installation, w- recommending that people engage with their local cat dealers to get that get those systems installed. The exciting thing, and I think one of the key things with a lot of safety equipment, when you start talking about the maintenance side of the business, is you really want to find systems that don't need to be actively maintained don't need to be constantly recalibrated because it's an opportunity for something to fall through the cracks or just one more step that could get skipped. So you talk about cameras, you don't want, again, you don't want to have to recalibrate those. And then you also have the opportunity, best way to clean a camera, pressure washer. Right. That's that's an easy way to do right. it. And all of our systems are built to handle that that type of uh, I wish I had that on my car. That's <laughs> great. Jason, I'm going to bring you in because I know that one of the things that I and I didn't know Caterpillar provided this, but tell us about sort of the assessment you can sort of do. You can actually help a contractor out. Yeah. I mean, when we're on the job site, we're looking at the equipment itself, making sure that, you know, all the safety features are there, that the operators understand that and the fleet managers. But we also look at the site level. So you know how are the haul roads designed are they designed for two-way traffic safely the height of the safety berms you know half the height of the tallest hauler on the haul road um, are they inspecting the high wall all those sort of things because that's all part of the safety culture from caterpillar and that's also what customers are asking for today is take me beyond the machine and educate me and help me with the job site and my application 
and certainly the benefits there is number one we are reducing potential safety issues incidents that type of thing or worse and then the other is production because the goal of equipment is to keep it going right to keep moving well yeah i mean for quarries it's imshaw and you know if you have to call imshaw you're guaranteed it's three days you know they're not going to be in and out fast they may, may take them a day or two to even get to you so you factor in all that lost production from using some of morgan's safety um add-on devices and everything else i mean who can afford a, a week's loss of production anymore you can't ah afford let's talk about money this isn't about a price we we, we don't need to talk about that of course but what should a contractor be considering if they have equipment they're wanting they're more safety focused the equipment they have currently does not have some of these nice add-ons that you've talked about in past podcasts what does it take then? What are we? What should they be thinking about looking at cost-wise potential? I mean, is this like, I mean, are, are we making thousands and thousands of dollars of investment for one piece of equipment? Is this something that they need to consider how long they're going to keep the equipment, that type of thing, the age of the equipment? Yeah, so when you're looking at different types of safety systems, it is important to consider what that machine is actually doing. If you have a machine, an active production machine, that's something you might look at adding something that's a little bit higher higher cost, a few more bells and whistles because that machine is so active on your site. So the investment that you're putting on that machine is really going to pay dividends versus a machine that is maybe just a backup machine. You maybe don't need quite as much technology on that. And and Morgan, to that point, I don't mean to interrupt you, but you you really caught my attention on that point there. I, I I may determine that the ROI to put the new aftermarket things on there really is a better decision to make than looking at buying another piece of equipment that it comes standard on, I guess, is what I'm saying. Is that right? Is that rightful thinking? Yeah, it's, it certainly can be based okay. on the applications. There's an opportunity to just add an additional product without the need to turn over the machine. Okay. One of the things I also want to ask, and Jason, you may want to jump in on this too. <laughs> is there a limit to the the age of the equipment that we might consider putting some add-ons on. I mean, I, you know, I don't know that I could put this on my 64 and a half Mustang. I don't know that it would work very well, but what, what's, the, what's the short answer, maybe? The, the really exciting thing about a lot of these different products that we've talked about is that it really isn't age specific. It's about machine setup. And the basic setup is, does it have an open or a closed cab? Yep, either one of those is fine. Does it have a 12 or 24 volt electrical system? very basic and when we talked again about that brand agnostic component the ability to take that because the requirements are so low as far as how the machine needs to be equipped we can again put that on cat equipment or mixed fleets yeah which adds to the customer value really so it's not only the new machines but any machine that they have they can retrofit with you know different levels or different progressions of of the vision systems i I think this is tremendous i mean i i know of many uh customers and, and and contractors i work with around the united states and canada and and this is you know that many of them are getting to the point where their their age of equipment there's they're probably rethinking either purchase or leasing so this is something for and obviously most people want to take advantage of the safety i do want to go back to something that we didn't let, let's see if we can hit a little bit harder perhaps i'm a contractor and i've got five to eight pieces of equipment that i want to apply year after uh after purchased uh, products should i install it should i have a cat serviceman or woman come out and do this. I mean, take me down that road a little bit. And then what is my maintenance requirements going to be? 
Yeah. So with a lot of these, you're you're absolutely going to have engage your cat dealer okay. on this. You're going to want to have those cat licensed technicians performing the installation. Even if it's a different type of equipment than Caterpillar? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. And then from a maintenance perspective, that's the exciting thing about them is that they are so low maintenance. You put them on, there's an initial calibration for some of the different products. And then at that point, it's really good to go. And as we look at what can it go on, you had asked that question earlier. Yes, it can, because it is so flexible on what it can go on. I think it's also a great time to look at it when you have machines that are on like a long-term lease, as an Mm. example. If you have a certain bid spec that you're trying to meet, you can actually add some of these on, especially in the vision space, to try to meet that to actually go ahead and um, acquire those. Jason, my mom used to say, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. <laughs> but this is one of those deals. It's like, why wouldn't we move in this direction if we don't already have it on our equipment? Yeah, this is one of the many things that we've done right, and we got this right. Uh, having the cat dealer install it, like Morgan mentioned, you know, it's it's a 12 volt system, but yet the cat dealer knows the vision system itself so they can do it faster. That's what it comes down to. You're, you're going to down the machine for 20 minutes or 30 minutes or an hour or whatever it takes. It's faster to have somebody know what they're doing and they've done it before than it is for a customer to try to put it on and have to read step one, two, and three of the instructions and do that. Yeah. You know, I don't put plugs in very often, but Morgan, I'm going to tell the folks listening, they need to, I'm going to plug in, they need to contact you or their Caterpillar dealer. And, and certainly if you're not involved with this, if you're listening, if you're not involved with have had, having added on uh, some equipment that can really make your equipment safer, your operator safe, uh, and and the safety of the of the job itself, uh, the people there, then then you really need to think this through. Thanks for being a part of today, Morgan. This has been awesome. And, uh, Jason, we always appreciate working with you as well. Hey, if you uh, want to hear some more, uh, you can listen to this one again. Certainly go to both caterpillar.com, cap.com, excuse me, and look up their construction areas and, and then uh, forconstructionpros.com uh, to get some more information on this. But visit your Caterpillar dealer for crying out loud. There's just uh, some safeties out there waiting for you. So anyway, hope you have a great day and have a great year. Enjoy our podcast? Well, then check out 4constructionpros.com for industry articles and webinars featuring Caterpillar's experts, Jason Hurtis, Lonnie Fritz, and Scott Hagelman.